Jetcast Nation, welcome to episode number 30. As always, I'm Pat. That's Ray. We got the Cowboys coming up, and we're going to go through the whole game here, what we think we're going to see, and um, how the game's going to play out. I don't really have much to go on with the last game. It is what it is. I gave my uh, my recap and my thoughts on it. I know I waited a few days to actually give my my, my thoughts on it. I had to kind of let it, uh, you know, you know, sit for a while before I, you know, really gave you my thoughts. But I'll have that link, a uh, link to that video in the description. But we're on to week two. Uh, we got a big Cowboys team coming in. They just destroyed the Giants at home, and um, this is going to be a tough defense for Zach. Um, Ray, what what are the key matchups you think uh, we're going to have to deal with? Parsons, 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 Parsons. If you think they're not going to line him up over Dwayne Brown, I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. I think it's going to be their defense and our defense. I could see it being a defensive stalemate and the quarterback that makes a big, you know, the big boo-boo, as we like to say, that could end up swaying this game. I know that Dallas right now is supposedly, I believe, I believe the Jets are getting nine and a half right now points so i think that's a little extreme i understand the unknown with zach wilson nobody knows what he's going to be in this offense he played okay against the bills nothing great he didn't lose us the game he had the one awful horrendous pick but you know he didn't have the whole week to prepare when i look at this game and when i look at the last game i throw out the giants cowboys game daniel jones looked awful the giants lost a fumble two picks they gave up seven sacks you know, they were 5 of 16 on third down. If you actually look at those stats, you would think 40 to nothing. The Dallas Cowboys must have put up an insane offense. But when you actually take a deeper dive into the numbers, the Cowboys only threw for 143 yards and they rushed for 122. You would think that Prescott probably would have thrown for 300 plus and Pollard would have gone off. And that was just not the case. It's just the Giants offense was so awful and you got to give credit to the Dallas defense of course but I think that that game that score is not indicative of the kind of team that Dallas is are they really good team yeah they're probably winning that division it's going to be a toss-up between them and Philadelphia but at the end of the day I just don't I'm not a believer in the Giants never have I thought last year was kind of like the Mets anomaly from last year where the Mets won 100 plus games and they suck this year. I think the Giants are on that same path. I just, I'm not a believer in Daniel Jones. And I think this game's going to be way closer than nine and a half points. I'm re- really surprised by that by Vegas. Yeah, that, that, that spread is a little too large for me. Week one always has some really weird anomalies in, in, in games. We saw it last year and, and it happened this year. I mean, I hope that our game wasn't an, anom- an anomaly, but, um, I think I'm more worried about the corners, Stefan Gilmore and Diggs. Um, it's going to come down. I, I think it's going to be a, a run heavy game for us. We knew it was going to be that, right? Just because Zach, uh, I, I don't trust him really throwing the ball. I'm wearing his jersey right now, but I still don't trust him to throw the ball. <laughs> you know, um, it's we're going to have to rely on on Brees Hall, and we're going to have to rely on Cook, and it's going to they're going to have to beat Parsons. That that's what it's right. going to come down to. Um, and we'll have Run to throw. At him. Right. And we're going to have to throw it, you know, Zach will have to throw it when we need to, but it's going to be a run heavy game. We always knew it was going to be like that. I'm curious to see how Hackett is able to game plan with, um, with Zach as the quarterback, you know, cause obviously the first game, it was such a, um, you know, just he, him being thrown out there 
you know, four plays in, you know, whatever game plan that they had has to be tossed out the window. And good thing for Hackett for, you know, um, you know, adjusting on the fly to what Zach can do. So I'm curious to see how he does. He's got to be better than the floor, right? So he's. You would think you'd hope he's coming with experience. And a lot of Jeff fans are going back to, well, look at what he did with Blake Bortles with Jacksonville. It's not only what he did with, um, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He right. had success with mediocre quarterbacks. This is the this is the difference between us and those Jacksonville teams. Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. We don't need Zach to be elite. He could if he could come in at the twentieth overall quarterback in the NFL. This is an absolute playoff team. I'm but we we said that last year. We we said that last year too, when the floor was right. not able to get anything out of him outside of. Um, the the debacle of what happened in Denver. You know, Hackett has been a really good offensive coordinator. I think he's one of those guys that is is a coordinator and is you know he he's, doesn't have you know whatever you need to be a head coach. He's he's a, a coordinator first, and I think he's always going to be a coordinator, and I think he's going to be a great one at that. Um, you know, and he's he's got a game plan with Zach, and and that that's what it comes down to. Dallas is going to force the Jets to throw the ball deep. They're gonna give they're gonna give the Garrett Wilsons, the Lazards, the Michael Hardmans those one on ones on the outside. And mm-hmm. I could see it now because you saw the Bills start to do that towards the end of the game. They started loading up the box because, believe it or not, if Mackay Becton's healthy, he might be. He's right there with the top run blocking tackle. He played great, great. And Elijah Vera Tucker was moving guys too on that right side. I think that's the recipe for success. You got to run the ball early, but you can't become so predictable. They got to use that play action. Maybe some naked bootleg for. For Wilson out of the pocket, utilize those tight ends. I could see a similar thing that we did in Buffalo happening again this week. And unfortunately, Mikko Hardman is liking tweets on Twitter that he's not getting playing time. How about we be about the team? It's week one. We paid you a boatload of money on a one-year contract. They had to change game plans. And I think it's going to be a similar game plan. It's going to be tight ends. One 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 guy we have to address is Rucker. Rucker graded out as a top run blocking tight end in the NFL week one. He was unbelievable out there, and I expect a similar thing out there. I think he's going to line up a lot where Parsons is, and maybe help Wayne Brown in the chip game on the left side. And they're going to leave Beckton out there on the right side in an island. You know that you can't have it all the time, so it's going to be really interesting to see. I think Dallas is going to be blitzing. I think they're going to be coming heavy. I wouldn't be surprised if Hackett goes to the screen game. We've seen it work last week with Dalvin Cook and with Brees Hall getting chunk yards in the screen game. So that's one thing that you could use to take the aggressiveness away from a defense. The difference between our offense and the Giants' offense from last week without a doubt, is wide receiver talent. They don't have anybody like Garrett Wilson. Do me a favor. Leave Garrett Wilson on an island with Diggs, with Gilmore. For me, he is better than they are. And one thing we know about Diggs is he is a gambler. He will try to bait quarterbacks into mistakes. If Zach could avoid the big mistake, I think this game does go into the second half, and I don't see any team on either side blowing each other out. So, um, talking about the uh, injury reports that came out. So, yeah. um, the Cowboys have what Brandon Cooks is hurt and Zach Martin's hurt, right? Yep. They've been limited, I believe. So they're questionable. 
and I then just had it right here. Go ahead. Did. And then on the Jets side, we have uh, I think Brees Hall, Mackay Becton are are still on the injury report as questionable. But we, you know, we know they're going to play. But I have the, it right here, the newest one's Zerline, right? He pulled his groin, so that's yeah. great. Uh, they actually brought kickers in to. Uh, that's you know that's how serious it is. If I'm the Jets, I consider you know IRing him because our roster's so stacked. You can't afford to carry two kickers and then wave somebody else because they're going to get picked up at this point in the game. That's how did he did it just is. he just got hurt today? I'm not sure. I just well, if they brought people in today, it must have been yesterday. Just yeah, it was yesterday. Well, it's, I actually have an injury report. This is as of last night. Dalvin Cook did not did not participate Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Tyler Smith, the offensive tackle, did not participate at all. Uh, Tyron Smith, full participant, full participant, and then uh, Donovan Wilson, guard, uh, limited, limited. Zach Zach Martin. That's that's a big one. If right. that ends up being. Uh, an issue, and then you have Brown, Beckton, and Hall were all limited participants. But I fully expect them to play on Sunday. I don't think there's any. I think they're just you know what Beckton's probably doing some stuff with his knee. Same thing with Hall. Right. Brown is four thousand years old, so they probably just gave him a day. <laughs> um. Uh, so I think from a defensive standpoint, it's going to be having to get into Dak's head. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have Stop to get the run. right. We're right. gonna have get, we're gonna have to get you know pressure with our four up front, um, which we have been able to. And if Zach Martin's out, then it should be it should be easier. So um, yeah, from How from Carl Lawson coming back. What's oh that's right and out. Mm. He's definitely playing. They said if it wasn't a short week last week, odds are he would have been playing. But they didn't want to bring him in on a is short Huff week out. Playing. I would have okay. wanted is. I don't know. McDonald didn't get a lot of snaps, which is very surprising to me because he seemed to be the dominant guy in practice. But the but it's a rookie. Coming, it's his first game. You know, becoming that organization where you are going to think about it. Jermaine Johnson didn't get a ton of snaps in his first year. And now he's dominating. So yep. the Jets are becoming one of those organizations where you are going to earn it. It's not if you're drafted high, you're starting right away. I mean, think about Tippmann. Tippmann's a backup right now, and he was what the forty third overall pick. Mm-hmm. You know, so this this roster is absolutely stacked. I don't know if you mentioned this on one of the shows you did by yourself, but we now have our first round pick going into next year. So yeah. that you know, yeah, that that's something to consider down the line as well. All these rumors I'm seeing today, Jeff fans falling in love with Kirk Cousins. Get it out of your head. The guy's got a massive dead cap hit. You're not giving up a first round pick to bring in a quarterback at the trade deadline to try to save this team. It's either going to be Zach Wilson or nothing. And we saw on the Pat McAfee show, that's something that we could bring up. On the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers, you know, hinted at trying to, you know, come back. I There's think no more, way. Right. I think it's more jokingly, especially yeah. if we make the playoffs, that means Zach's probably playing well. Right? So imagine um, imagine Zach sitting on the side and like, like, hello. <laughs> right exactly that's there's no way i mean i think he did the same type of surgery uh i, I forget the 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 name of of the type of surgery but the same surgery that cam Akers got uh mm-hmm. when he but he was like 23 24 when he got it right and it was five and a half month rehab so you're telling me a 40 year old is going to be able to do the same in four months and get into game shape 
No. Well, that's what Paul Riley was saying. He said, listen, the blood flow in a body is big, big difference between 23 and 40 and the ability to heal. So that's one thing we, Jeff fans absolutely have to take into consideration is he's older. So his body more than likely is not going to heal as fast as it's crazy how we treat 40 year olds like grandpas in the NFL. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm happy that, um, you know, he seems to be in, 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 in good spirits and, um, you know, he's gonna, he clearly is going to do whatever he has to do to get back because he wants to play. He wants to be here. But, right. you know, now the, the theme for the year is win for eight, right? And that's, that's the, the, the rallying cry. So what is your prediction for the Sunday? What do you, what do you, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Mm. Um, honest. We're honest here. Honest. I don't, I, I, it's going to be, it's, I think we lose by, it's I, we probably lose by like a touchdown, maybe like five points, and it comes down to uh, a, a drive, and and we're not able to score. That that that's what I think it's going to come down to. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but um, after seeing what Dallas did, uh, their defense is stacked. I think I think they have just as good as a defense as us, and um, it's going to be a low scoring game. Nine and a half is a lot of points. Mm-hmm. The more and more I think about it, I, I've had a couple scores in my head. I think we lose this, I'll say 24-13. I don't, I'm not one of those Zach believers. I got to see it to believe it. I was the biggest Zach fan coming out of college, even though I didn't want them to draft him. I wasn't a big fan of him. I was more of a fan of Justin Fields at the time. Mm-hmm. Out, you know, I don't think Justin Fields can be anything great either, but. When you look at it, until Zach proves otherwise, I just don't trust him not to make the big mistake. I mean, last week's interception, I know Jeff fans want to say, well, he wasn't a part of the number one game plan. There were two bills there that could have picked that off. No, it was a terrible throw. It was was a terrible throw. And I seen that panic in his face. And that's one thing that scares the hell out of me. He's going to a hostile environment. It's going to be loaded with Cowboy fans. The biggest stadium in the NFL. It is going to be loud as all hell. And he's going to have to put up or shut up. This run game's going to have to get going. But I guarantee you, right out the bat, Dallas is going to be stacking the line. So if I'm Nathaniel Hackett, I consider a shot play almost right away. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we win the coin toss, can defer, and get the ball back like we did against Buffalo early. But I wouldn't be surprised if we get one-on-one, even if it doesn't connect, just have that threat out there because Dallas is going to be playing with safeties up by the line of scrimmage. I can almost guarantee it. You know, I do like, I watched Inside the NFL and I do like um, how it, it seems like the team is, uh, at least last week, was really, you know, rallying around Zach. You know, you had you had Wilson talking to him, uh, Garrett Wilson. You had Lazard talking to him. You had Hackett in his ear telling him, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low. You know, and I just hope that he feeds off of, um, an actual experienced coach that knows how to handle situations like this. That's all you can hope for at this maturity. point. I think a lot of it's maturity. Like it's funny that I see on ESPN a lot of mm-hmm. analysts are like Josh Allen. It's time to grow up because we all agree those the first pick to Whitehead was awful. That can't. Happen. I'm not. I'm, I'm okay. So here's my thing with with those picks. Two of them I don't think matter at all. They were one was a third and long, one was a second and forever, and they were basically de facto punts 
at that point. Right. But so it wasn't that big. If it returns it, then it becomes a big deal. Right. So one, we ended up on what? The four yard line. The other one came out to the 20. So it, it, de facto punts in my head. The one that was the killer was the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and the fumble. Michael Clements with the stone wall. Well, if you look, they snapped the ball. He wasn't even looking. He had his head turned. Yeah, they had motion coming from his left side. Right, and he looked. He looked over, and then the ball but got he snapped. He picked it up. He snapped. He picked it up and went to run in. I don't think he never had. Yeah, he never had a full grasp on the ball. I don't think, and he didn't really get. If Clemens had to crush him. Crush Clemens pushed the tackle into him. That was that was. You know, Mark Sanchez was <laughs> I, tweeting. I, I, <laughs> did I, you see the Mark Sanchez tweet? No. Mark Sanchez was uh, was tweeting has like oh Zach uh, um, Josh Allen ran into the back of his lineman and fumbled the ball. That <laughs> <laughs> was oh, like yeah expert on that. So all right, well we we're, we'll see you guys after the game and uh, hopefully we're talking about a Jets win. Remember we got the halftime space on Twitter. Yeah, and check out our uh, giveaway we're doing on Twitter with Foco. You want to go win a free. Uh, Sauce Gardner limited edition bobblehead. Yes, one of those giveaways. I'll have the link to that uh, Twitter giveaway in the bio, in the, in the description, not the bio. Ch-ch-ch.